know you got it Fix your crown now, sis It's fix your crown with Shanice Khalil Fix your crown now, sis Get that it, no, no, you got it Fix your crown now, sis Get that it, no, 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 you got it Fix your crown now, sis Get that it, no, no, you got it Fix your crown now, sis It's fix your crown with Shanice Khalil I know sometimes it gets hard like I know sometimes you can't see the fire But just know what got on your side Everything will be alright Hi you guys I am back again Like um, I was in the middle of watching a show And my ideas are formed from there So I want to talk about something that's common That you might hear And it might be common to somebody else so the title of this it is called stains on my heart and where i'm going with that topic is um touching on pretty much childhood trauma um a lot of us was taught to just keep going in life and just move forward and just overcome it and sometimes we get to the point where we have that mentality that we just tuck our problems and our issues under the rug and we never tend to it so now we have this this little girl this little boy and this 28 or 25 year old body but you still carrying around that child in you because that child in you it never got healed so when I think about stains on your heart it's like I mean by stains like your heart like if you could picture your heart I used to say this I'm so glad that I, I don't think that no more but um I used to picture my heart and I see it I used to see like somebody pick it up and just like a piece of paper and just bought it up and just crumbled it and just picked it up and just slapped on the ground that's the way I view my heart because and I viewed it that way because I seem like by me being a good person I always ran to people who took advantage of that or me being too soft and not to people know it made people walk over me and so by when I say stains in your heart it's just like your heart feel dirty your heart feel mis- betrayed your heart feel like it's been lied on or misused and that's why I say that we have to give our heart to God because a lot of us was born into situations that we didn't sign up for so now it's like some people feel like they don't even have a way out because like this, this is all I know like being around certain situations this is all I know like seeing my family go through all this this is all I know this is all I would set this is all I would be but you don't have to be a product of your environment like you don't have to become a um a product of a product of your environment like you can you can overcome that and I'm like I have some notes and stuff like that so like some things that I wrote down that I noticed with different people is like not mean your dad like that could be your childhood issue and like a, a male or a guy not mean his dad he's gonna try to try his best to do certain things in life to meet those expectations like he's trying to prove a point to a man that that's never going to come around a man that he never seen so when that feeling get rejected like he's going to shut down because he's not getting that proper love back or or a guy who once again who never met his dad like most dads who never met their dad they literally become the person their dad was like pretty much become a deadbeat 
but we do like my daughter dad like his dad wasn't a deadbeat but he did say his dad could have been his life more but he took the opposite of what his dad didn't do and that's what he did with his daughter's life to be more present so some people do take the opposite route and do better and like even with um like people like i know someone who like who have relationship problems with their mom like they mom went through so much and what she go through and since she her they mom never healed from it they take she take her anger out on her daughter she put her problems out on her daughter or she tried to live her life through her daughter like she didn't get to go to college so hey i'm forcing my daughter to go to this certain particular college and live her life through me and not giving her child herself or the opportunity to be herself and do things she would like to do like so now she living in this life where i have to prove this image to my mom where hey i'm gonna do whatever you want me to do when i'm literally not being true to myself and doing what i want to do things like that and or or simply growing up and like childhood traumas can be growing up and not getting that love and attention that you want so you grow up and try to find that particular attention that you was rejected as a kid with you go you grow up and you find it within a man or a woman and you seek and you just keep seeking in the wrong areas to find it instead of us going to god and asking god fill that void a lot of us have holes in our soul like a lot of us have so many holes and dark holes in our soul that we literally go to things that we think is love that is not love and and we think these things are love because that's all we was taught. That's all we know. Like what we see, what was love growing up, that's what we think is love. And I feel like most of us never recognize or figure out what is real love. So now we enter our adulthoods and we're trying to come up this formula. We're trying to create our own image of love where we created this, recreated this image of what we were shown. And most of the time, what we were shown as kids, is, is it wasn't it. It wasn't love like that's my love when you like seek a relationship like that love and then i'm trying to see what else i wrote down but how do you view the relationships and like how we like a lot of people i think i said this on one of them before like the way we view our relationships and how we handle our relationships with friendships um with friendships and relationships how we view that and how we handle it we respond to certain situations out of our trauma issues like you could be dating a girl with a bad attitude and you don't even know that attitude was created and formed from when she was a young kid and you could be dating a guy who who just don't know how to treat a woman like he just don't know how to treat a woman because the male figures he had in his life that's what they showed him like this is how you treat a woman you have multiple women you sleep with women and that's what i heard that a lot from a, from at least a few different guys that i know that they was taught that oh you the man if you have multiple women you the man if you sleep with multiple women so now you have that seed planted in your head and you grow up thinking oh i'm the man if i have multiple women but now when you get a sense of yourself and that's not yourself and that was a seed planted in your head now that you see that this not this not love this not the way i'm supposed to choose women like nothing wrong you'll get to the point like nothing wrong with just having one woman but that's why most guys most guys go through that stage where they got multiple women like every guy i date they, they went through that stage where they had a lot a lot a lot of like a lot of women and they literally all their homeboys and their cousins and everybody thought they was the man because he was known from having hoes like 
No. They don't make you a man because you have multiple women. They make you a man when you have one woman and love her multiple ways. That's what make you a man. But I'm just sitting, like, I was just sitting there, like, just thinking. And, um, I think I went over this here. Another thing, like, my last thing, like, is pain. Like, you can be molested, um, abortions, you can have sex before marriage, you can not meet your dad, you can have abandonment issues, you can have issues with your mom, you can sell drugs or been around people who sold drugs, so not like you feel like that has to be your outcome that everybody in your family sold drugs, so now you feel like you gotta sell drugs and there's no other, like, or going 9 to 5, there's nothing wrong with going 9 to 5, like, all of that stuff, it, it, it bows down to childhood issues and what we see and how we react now and just like you would never know your true self until you open up and just find the right person or like find the right safe place to open up and get those things out like a lot of people like it's mostly adults it's like my favorite thing to say a lot of adults are so stuck in their ways that they're like hey this is how I am like I'm too old to change but it's like it's never there's no age limit to change there's no age limit to heal from that broken person because it's a lot of people in their 40s or 50s and they still carrying around the 20 year old woman who got hurt when she was 20 year old and she never forgave that person she's still that woman she just grew older and you don't want to be that person it's like I'm just so passionate about healing yourself and just finding self-love like I just feel like a lot of people that I come across like they're not living in their true self and just like people would like glamorize like material stuff and it's just like when you leave this earth the only thing when people get up in your funeral nobody's not going to say oh I remember him because he had this part oh I remember her because she wore this or she wore that outfit that name brand or she had on them nice shoes they're not going to say none of that only thing they're going to remember is your character they're going to remember your soul they're going to remember stuff that you did like how you helped somebody like that's the things you remember when you're no longer on this earth so we fighting every day to prove to man something that we don't care about but it's like and sometimes we seek validation like i don't that was one thing that i mentioned like i don't know why i seek validation like i feel like one of the reasons why i used to seek validation because i had low self-esteem like and that's what T.D. Jakes was saying. T.D. Jakes said, you didn't have low self-esteem until somebody told you that you wasn't pretty. And that's true. Like, we let people plant our... If, if you don't know who you are, you will allow somebody to plant a seed in your head. And you will become that that thing that they said about you. So I... And it's like, when I look at myself, I'm like, I know I'm not ugly. Like, sis, like, I know you're cute, but I don't... I didn't feel it. Like, you can know something, but if you, if you feel a different type of way... That's that. That's what your. That's what your. You accept is what you feel. Like a million people can tell you that you're pretty, but if you're, if you know deep down, from a long time ago that somebody who's important to you made you feel not pretty, or they plant that seed in you and it just grow, grew, grew, and so you're not thinking that she was beautiful enough. Like that's what you accept. That's why it's so important to know yourself and know who you really are because you will let somebody label you as something that's, that's not even you. Like. No, like the favorite, like the favorite TV line, like oh, your mama and daddy said you would never be the thing in life, or your mama said that you brag me or you trifling, like in like I heard this, it said just because your parents didn't teach you how to cuss, they still curse you by speaking negative things over your life. 
don't know where I heard that from, but that was good. Meaning, when you say, oh, um, just calling your kids stupid or just calling, just saying mm-hmm. negative stuff, like small negative words is a small seed. Like that kid heard that word stupid. So now they literally plant that in their head and that's in the back of their head. So when they come up against a situation or an opportunity is presented where they have to figure out something, they run back to that thought that you said, I mean, that word that you said that they're stupid. So now that that is like, it's going to come up in different situations in life thinking they were stupid just because that one small word. So that's why you have to use your tongue and speak greatness over your child and let them know like you're you're going to be whatever you want to be in life, like those type of things. But it's just like, we had to team. I don't know what's your childhood childhood trauma. I don't know, but you know what it is. It's that thing that you don't talk about. It's that thing that makes you uncomfortable. It's that thing that probably only one person know or nobody knows. Like, I would, um, before I get off, I'll, I'll share like some things with uh, what I went through. Like some of my childhood traumas, it was like seeing my mom in relationships and like settling. So that's one big thing that I learned that um, to just settle, like not know my worth, like not knowing when to get up and let go. That's one thing I learned. And everybody is like with abortions, everybody is pro-choice. I mentioned this before too. Everybody is pro-choice. Like I grew up, but my mama, she was like, mama had four girls. So her reason on being pro-choice, um, her reason on being pro-choice is like, I didn't want my daughters to go through what I went through so I I agree with abortions but abortion to my opinion like and I don't care who got something to say I'm against it and this is somebody who had who had a few abortions before I experienced abortions and almost lost my life to abortions before so I am against it but I was raised to think that it was okay just because my mama view on it or her brokenness made her view it like it's never okay. You're not going to tell me that it's okay to kill a child because once upon a time, I was that seed. I was that I was that before. You're not going to tell me that that's not important or there's no light to that. Regardless, I was that before. And now I'm here serving a purpose. And it's just like, I was taught that that was okay. But instead of me just like playing a blame game, I just know I had to teach my daughter the importance on um safe sex, XCDs, the consequences, abortions. I had to just teach her that. Sometimes we blame our parents like, oh, we didn't, we blame our parents on how we is. Like whatever you didn't get as a kid, like ask God to show you that for you can give it to your child where they can know what it feel like, but they don't have to go up. Cause nine times out of 10, if you don't heal, everything you're facing, if you don't face it, it's cool. You just about to pass it on to your kid. They got that spirit, so they have to go through it. So hopefully they break it, but that's trying to break it within us first. So I'm going to say a quick prayer. This is, is kind of long. I'm watching this. I'm watching this show. But watch the show Love, though. It, it is very mentally healthy, this show that I'm watching right now. But um, Jesus, I just come to you, and I just ask that you break any generation curse, Lord, any negative seed that was planted on anyone's like head as a child, God, anyone who's carrying around the little girl, little boy, the broken pieces in them, God. I just ask that you just let us draw closer to you, God. And I just ask that you just fill the voice in our hearts, God. Refill it with you, God. Let's let us stop taking drugs, sex, relationships, liquor. Like let us stop replacing those things just for a temporary fill up, just to feel good for the moment. And then we gotta go back and revisit the pain. Like pain is pain. Like 
pain doesn't come with uh, male, female, or race. Like pain doesn't come, pain is not discriminated. So God, I just ask you to just touch broken hearts, God. You just heal broken mindsets, God. And I just ask you to show people who's listening to this that you don't have to be a product, a product of your environment, that you can overcome and you can just be any obstacle and you can be the eye when I can find me to overcome this and just show light that it stops here. Like the generation curse, it stops with you. It can stop with you if you're willing to put the work in and discover and find yourself and get close to God. God, I just ask that you just give them peace and joy and love around this time. And I just ask that you just take away any depression, anxiety, sadness, anything, God, that's not of you that's in our mind right now, God. And I just love you, God. And I just say thank you for another day. Thank you for using me once again. And thank you for this platform. And I just pray that whoever's listening to this, that I just want to tell you that it gets better. And you just have to find, you just have to keep going keep going but don't keep going to the point where uh, jesus name amen don't keep going to the point where you just brush everything under the rug that's like the most unhealthy thing to brush things under the rug and now you blowing up one day and you just snapping on people because you never tend to that hurt but that's it y'all okay